Welcome to the podcast that fuels the minds of ambitious business owners. Fuel provides business owners like you with easy to digest, bite-sized learnings to help grow your capability and keep you on track to achieving your version of success. Our expert speakers will draw on their own experiences and share valuable insights into areas that matter most in business. Hi there, thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Paul Hobbs. And on today's podcast, I'm joined by Dan Henderson, who's the managing director of the Plus More Group. Business and banks, they go hand in hand. So we're here today to fuel your minds on how to approach those banks for funding. So Dan, has it got harder since COVID to get funding from banks or has it always been difficult? Yeah, thanks, Paul. Uh, Look, what we're seeing is that it has actually got increasingly more difficult to get funding from the banks, but it's not just related to the uh, COVID-19 impacts. Uh, there's a number of different factors that are happening in the environment at the moment. Um, both, you know, the, the obvious impacts from COVID-19, which has had, um, uh, you know, different different effects for different clients, but but there's also regulatory changes that have been happening over the last 12 months that have that have really impacted banks' appetite for funding in the short to, to medium term. There's increases in interest rates, which is changing clients' ability to um, repay debt. And um, there's a whole bunch of sort of economic um, global factors that are that are ultimately impacting the availability of funding and financing in the in the banking in the banking world. So a lot of people will say, you know, COVID-19 has really affected my ability to go to the bank and get funding. But, but the reality is there's a number of different factors that are affecting that. I guess one thing we alluded to at the top, Dan, is that, you know, you can't be in business without banks. So I guess that's the one common denominator that, ba- you know, that all businesses have to factor in. Yeah, that's right. And for, for, a, lot of, uh, for a lot of our clients and, and the industry generally, um, we're reliant on the funding that, that's provided by banks. And, and I think it's um, really important to remember the relationship that, or, or at least the role that a bank has to play within the relationship with the business. You know, they're, they're there to support key financial transactions and activities. So, you know, short-term overdrafts, um, long-term funding for asset purchases. Um, but banks aren't investors. They're not investors or um, co-shareholders in the business. And that's sometimes hard for clients to understand that they're not taking a risk with you. And I guess that's the other thing, because a lot of businesses go, wish we could understand what the banks are thinking. So, so what is it that, um, that is behind a bank's decision whether to, to lend money or not to a business? Yeah, so a, a bank's decision comes down to a number of different factors, um, but, but we've essentially broken it down to three key areas, and, and we refer to it as the three Cs. So there's the capacity. Um, and that's, that's the ability for the client to actually be able to repay the debt in the first place. So, you know, when we think about that, we're thinking about how much cash flow or how much surplus cash flow is actually available in the business to repay the debt that we're asking for. There's the collateral, and, and this is, you know, a particularly important one. It's, it's how much security has the client actually got to, um, uh, provide, um, to support the debt application. And then the last one, and, and the last one's actually probably the most important out of all of them in some respects, and it's the one that often clients don't necessarily understand, but, but the last one's character. And that's, that's the, the bank's understanding of who the individual is, um, their, the, the trust in, in who that, that customer or that potential customer is, and their understanding of, of what they're actually doing and what they're trying to achieve in their business. And often we will see that, um, you know, you might have a really strong business case, but 
there's something about the character that doesn't line up for the bank, and so they'll they'll turn the application down. And that's a really difficult position to be in from from both our perspective and the customer's perspective, because it's quite an intangible aspect to the to the banking application. And then you might see a, a less strong uh, banking application come through, but they really like the individual. They have a huge amount of trust in their ability. They get the industry, and and from the bank's perspective, they're prepared to back it. So how can people pick the right bank? Because you might start out in business and have your own personal banker and think, well, they'll be my best bet. But how, how do you know when there are a number of banks, which is the right one to approach? How do you know? Yeah, so that's where we have quite an important role to play. Um, you know, as a business, we work across all the trading banks, um, both within you know, the first and the second tier sort of lending environments. And, and we have a clear understanding of what their, their credit appetite is. I, I think you know one of the first things that you can do about choosing a bank is, is talk to your advisor and understand like who, who's doing what in the market at the moment. Um, we know if you're like in the current environment, you know property and construction generally, it's a tough environment to be doing um, financing deals, um, particularly if you're related to any of the trades, building, construction, property development. Um, but there are still deals to be had, and you know talking to your advisor about which banks to work with in particular market cycles will give you your best shot of getting your finance and application through. Because I guess there'd be a difference between whether you're looking for short-term funding and long-term funding. Longer-term funding, obviously a different kettle of fish, sort of a bigger ask. Yeah, that's right. So longer-term funding, you're typically, typically going to be looking at like an asset purchase. So you might be purchasing a, a key uh, piece of equipment, which will generate income for the business over a long period of time. So you know, if you're a, in the in the civil engineering game and you might need, um, you know, a large bulldozer or a, a large piece of yellow equipment that's going to generate income for you over five years, then that's when you're going to be making an application for some long-term funding. Um, a, another good example of that would be if you're, you know, perhaps you're acquiring another business, you know, and so you'd want to look at some long-term funding um, requirements for, for that type of thing where, you know, it's a strategic play. Um, you know, there's a really good story to put around that from the bank's point of view as to why that's an important um, piece of the, the business strategy and the journey that that's going to allow the business to go on for the next three, four, five years. And so then the, the long-term funding is going to tie into that, that application process. Timeframes probably seem, you know, there'll be people that want to sort of jump on something when they see it, but clearly a bank will want to have a, a lot of lead in perhaps. I mean, how do you work those timeframes out to, <laughs> to work around your business and what's in the market? Yeah, I think what, what we're seeing at the moment is that, you know, with the demand that's in the market and, um, and the constraints that, that everyone's having around labour and resourcing, uh, banks are not immune to that. You know, banks are in exactly the same position as, as we all are. And what used to take two weeks is now taking four weeks. If it took four weeks, it's taking eight weeks. So, you know, I think the, the first thing that we're saying to our clients is, what's your timeframes? You know, when do you need the money by? We need to be realistic about how we're approaching this uh, because the, the credit process will take time and we need to ensure that we, we get it right first time round because you can't keep going back. So if you're talking to clients right now, what would be some of your main points that they've got to hit before they go into that bank for the first time? I think we need to be really clear about what we're asking for and why we're asking for it. And so, you know, it comes back to the three C's, um, being clear about our capacity for the debt in the first place, being clear about what we're prepared to put at risk and the collateral that we're prepared as a client to put at risk in, in terms of this transaction. And 
In terms of the character piece, it's been really clear about what we've said in the past and why we're asking and what we're going to do going forward so we can maintain that relationship with the, with the bank and ensuring that uh, we're really clear about what our journey is and, 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 and you know, it all comes back to the why. I guess for a new business person, I mean, they'd likely be a bit intimidated, but I, but your banks have got to be your friend, and, and I guess they can be your friend. That sort of thing, is it sort of, or not? Or? I think that's an interesting point, because um, sometimes you get clients that are relatively reluctant to actually inform or go deeper with their relationship with the bank, and we'd be saying, actually, you know, you're, you're asking the bank to go into you know, like a, a, a major financial transaction or a, a deep relationship with you, or they're, they're going... You know, they're going, you're asking the bank to go on a journey with you ultimately. And so the more information that you can tell and give to them, the better that relationship's going to be ultimately. So, yeah, I'd be, I'd be suggesting that you, um, you need to be open and transparent and, and, and create visibility in terms of what the business is doing and, and the why you're asking for what you're asking for. Sounds good. Dan, thanks very much for your time. Thanks, Paul. Thank you for listening to Fuel. Make sure to follow Fuel wherever you get your podcasts.